looking behind the news affecting internet marketing, bringing to light views from the voices, speaking out on the latest technical issues affecting you. This is the radio show that brings the internet marketing community to connect with you. Hosted by one of the most respected strategic consultants online. Welcome to Digital Marketing Matters. Presented by Fang Digital. And now, here's your host, Jeff Ferguson. And hello, hello, hello. This is Jeff Ferguson, and this is Digital Marketing Matters. Welcome back. Um, We took a little break here. Um, While I've been doing some travel, we've been crazy business over at the shop at Fang Digital, and um, we I think we skipped one, if if uh, if I'm correct on my timing. But hopefully, we're going to catch up. I think we're going to try and do two this month and and make up some for some lost time. Uh, Today, we've got a fantastic guest. uh, We actually um, he and I he's one of my buddies that I only ever see when we're on the road. Um, and I, I've got a whole collection of dudes that um, and uh, and different people that I somehow like. I've never seen them in their own hometown. I've never seen them in my hometown. Uh, but when we're on the road, we're the best of friends. So uh, this is uh, Mark Poirier. And uh, how you doing, Mike? Mark? Hey, I'm great, man. Thanks. Uh, gl- glad to be uh, on the show with you today. Great. And um, just for the uh, the cats and kittens out there in the radio land, uh, if you want to tell them a little bit about uh, your role and your company and, and what you guys do real quick. Yeah, of course. I'm the founder, uh, co-founder of uh, Aquizio. We're a software company. We help agencies manage or uh, scale their paid search efforts across all of their clients with uh, a bid management platform. Uh, yeah, basically, uh, in a nutshell, that's what we do. You can read more about it on our website, aquizio.com, uh, A-C-Q-U-I-S-I-O.com. Awesome. How long have you guys been going now? Uh, as a company, it's been 10 years this summer, and as a software company, it's been maybe five five years, wow. I would say. So, uh, no, no, more than that. Six years as a software company, and then four years as a service company. We sold our agency uh, in 2007, and took that money and uh, took the plunge into software uh, fully, which was a scary ride. But uh, we made it. We were built a decent-sized company. We're about 130 people, and um, we're competing nicely with, uh, you know, uh, Marin Software and Kenshu and uh, companies like that. So, very yeah. cool. So. Um- one of the things I want to talk about a little bit, Dave, is we're we're both kind of like uh, in the paid search game, and and um, you know you, you guys touch a lot of stuff, and and you're you know one of the old men of the business, like I am. You've been doing this forever, and and um, you've seen a, a lot of data uh, over your your lifetime, um, or at least your corporate career. And um, one of the things I I'm constantly amazed at is um, is that people are still kind of having a really big mistake about uh, about metrics and what's important within analytics and and all those different uh, you know the different things that are flying in front of us and there's this kind of this big idea between um, diagnostic metrics and KPIs and your business goals and things like that and and um, I, mean, I find it pretty weird I mean I, I was telling you before we we got started that I'm I'm kind of working on this uh, uh, this concept for a blog post where it's kind of like what I learned. Um, about analytics from uh, playing Candy Crush Saga, and it was this uh, whole concept of where you know 
Anytime you play Candy Crush, at least when you're out in the open, um, you know, no matter where you are, um, somebody will always kind of appear over your shoulder and kind of say, hey, do that one or, uh, you know, do the one that's flashing or do whatever. But the the funny thing is about that is a lot of times that one that's flashing or the one that other people will tell you to do um, actually doesn't tie back into like the goal. It's something where, uh, you know, maybe it gets you a few points, uh, maybe it moves some tiles around, but it really um, it doesn't get you the goal of maybe you know, uh, dropping the candies down or, or um, you know, killing the jellies or whatever it is that you, you've got to do on that particular level. And uh, where I was thought that tied back to analytics is there's so many times where because there are so many other metrics out there, uh, people will get bizarrely fixated uh, on the wrong metrics when they've got a really solid uh, business metric right in front of them. I mean, it would be something like sales or, or leads or something along the lines where they, they know that's the thing that makes it money in the company, yet um, you've still got people that are popping up and saying, hey, look, you're, you're, the click-through rate looks like crap. So, I mean, how have you kind of like dealt with that over the years? Well, I think there's the initial challenge when we started in business. We were uh, in 2003, right? The offer was a service play, like for PPC and SEO. And the goal at the time was just to try to get businesses to think about not how they're ranking for, uh, you know, stock trading, but, uh, hey, are you getting new people to sign up to your service because they found you? through search whether you paid for it and uh, you made it, you did it profitably or you hired some consultants and you did some work and, you, and it was a profitable effort and so it's always uh, how we pitched it so in the beginning that we positioned it like that but you're right going into the company after uh, a short period of time there's a tendency to go back to those things that are indicators of uh, you know I would say of uh, uh, that you're doing the right or the wrong thing but they're not uh, the ultimate measurement of success, uh, such as revenue or profit, and um, it's still like that. <laughs> yeah. It's unfortunate, but it's, people mistake the the ultimate goal metric with the uh, what you'd use for diagnostics to figure out how come I'm not getting any sales, and then you'll start looking at you know your traffic sources. You know, am I weak somewhere? Did I lose? What's different? You know. Uh, I don't think the world has changed a whole lot. I think people are more sophisticated, but they're making the same mistakes in new eras today. Yeah. I mean, you, uh, I mean, you can't, it's funny. It's hard to approach it from a certain angle where um, on one hand, you, you have to wonder if there's just a certain amount of ignorance and people just need to be schooled in these matters and basically say, Hey, look, you're, you're really, you're following the wrong path here. There's just a different way to it. Um, But on the other hand, you got to wonder if it's um, if there's a little bit of evil involved on it, to where it's people that are really um, and purposely trying to like take the easy way out. You know, for instance, uh, you mentioned SEO, and, and we've both been doing SEO for a while. And um, I know one of my least favorite metrics in the world that I constantly yell at people about um, is rank. Um, you know, for a given keyword, I said, "Oh, look, we we rank for you know, like." first or third or whatever it is for for this particular keyword aren't we fantastic and um uh, to me rank is always one of those just complete red herrings of a metric i mean it's um you know on one hand you've got um the concept that um, you know just ranking for a keyword really doesn't tell you anything about how that keyword is is performing for your business. You know, it's one of the things where you could be number one for um, you know for widgets, uh, but if you don't sell widgets, it doesn't make you know any difference in the world. 
But the two, uh, even if that rank changes, even that rank shifts and whatever it is, um, at best, it's kind of like a diagnostic metric that basically lets you know that, hey, look, you, you have moved a little bit. Uh, but it really it doesn't give you any information of like why you moved or um, when you moved or any of those kind of things. It's something where all it is telling you is that somehow you shifted. And you know there could be thousands of different reasons. It could be an algo change. It could be a new competitor in the space. It could be whatever. Uh, yet some you still got people that are kind of living and dying by uh, being able to check rank for keywords. And, and when that kind of information goes away, people lose their minds. Uh, but meanwhile, you still got plenty of people that are selling SEO services where that's the whole way they sell it is they said, hey, look, we're going to get you like on page one or we're going to get you top of this or whatever it is um, without really giving any backup or anything. I mean, do you, do you think it's evil or do you think it's ignorance? I think it's, uh, I don't think it's evil. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think it's because there are, you know, prop, you know, thousands of potential metrics for anything. And, uh, there are solutions out there that, that promote, uh, monitoring your ranking as something that's important. And by the way, you know, since Google Analytics stopped reporting on organic, uh, queries, uh, it's, it's funny you bring that up because all of a sudden, if you know it's going to become part of your your tools again you know we thought yeah. it was over these discussions around ranking but all of a sudden it's like part of your your toolbox you because you're not going to know exactly what's going on you need proxies and that would be one of them so it's funny how yeah it is <laughs> funny how that thing's going to come back yeah, yeah it's, i think we're going to have to deal with uh rank metrics uh, not as the ultimate measurement of anything, but as some kind of proxy to see how you're performing for your SEO efforts, since there's nothing else that's available, really. Yeah, uh, yeah I think I think we see a lot of that as well. In in um, I don't know how familiar you are familiar with display advertising, right? So with, absolutely. Yeah. So 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 when you you um, you try to measure success from display. There's the hardcore last click way, which is probably your school of thought, or partly your school of thought, uh, where you know, did you, you know, did someone click on my ad and buy something, or uh, something like that? At least uh, you, it's okay to have some kind of attribution model. But then there's the the view through model, which is pervasive in the display industry. So when you're a search marketer and you decide I'm going to get into display advertising, you need to be mindful of what your DSP or your agency, whatever may be the case, uh, tells you uh, their successes, right? Because oftentimes they take credit for every conversion that happens on, on your website. Right. Because if the, 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 the idea behind view-through conversion means if someone was exposed to an impression over a period of time, undetermined, maybe 30 days, um, we'll take 100% of the credit for any conversion that happens on the website. Regardless that, you know, at the end of the day, uh, the conversion came through an email campaign or the visitor came directly to the site, which at this point, I guess you could give some credit to display or that they came through paid search or social or whatever. You know, I mean, everything else is ignored because all these systems... Are siloed. They're you know you have your um, in display. You'll use an ad server, for example. So the ad server serves ads, and it puts a conversion pixel on your thank you page. So it takes track of, keeps track of everybody who's ever seen an ad impression. Which, by the way, 
normally you target to your exact audience if you're good <laughs> you're going to make sure that everyone in your industry sees your ad at least once you know you're, you're that's what you're going for and then you're you know you, then the display folks will take 100% of the credit for any success that happens on the website so you got to be really really careful of that concept it's just a, an example as we're talking about Looking Absolutely. at the right metrics, view through conversions is not an acceptable metric by any means. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> so, uh, you know, like if, if you see that in your report, ask questions, ask for click through or, you know, look at uh, using attribution technology and giving some weight to ad impressions, which you can. You can say an ad impression is worth, you know, 1% of a click or something more reasonable than 100%. Right. And then you'll see a little bit better, you know, what's going on. Because otherwise, uh, take Facebook, for example, and FBX. You know, if you look at view-through conversions from FBX, it is almost 100% of all of your conversions. Mm -hmm. Because guess what? Everybody's on Facebook. If they've been on your site, now you're retargeting them. Yeah, yeah <laughs> and absolutely. So two minutes later, they're on Facebook. Your ad shows up, of course. You know, so um, be very careful with the uh, view through conversion metric. It's not real. Absolutely. So the um, that actually brings up a, a fantastic topic of attribution. So let's um, we're going to talk about a little bit more about that uh, when we come back from this break. We'll return with more Digital Marketing Matters in just a moment. Ever wondered how you could have access to your own SEO expert, paid search specialist, or social media wizard? Looking for help with your affiliate, display media, or email marketing? Look no further than the folks at Fang Digital Marketing. Fang Digital specializes in both paid and organic search, social media, display, and mobile advertising solutions, and is staffed by industry veterans from Google, Yahoo, and one of the industry's most influential PPC experts. Fang Digital's award-winning staff stays on top of the latest in digital trends and offer tailored solutions so they can audit your progress and build a roadmap to your success. Learn more about their expanding range of full-service strategic marketing solutions at fangdigital.com. That's F-A-N-G digital.com. Oh yeah, my day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brad Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. I'm John Ball, and I'm one of the founders of Page One Power. Page One Power is a custom link building firm based in Boise, Idaho. We increase search rankings and web traffic for world-class brands and mom-and-pop shops all around the globe. Our link-building strategies work because we focus on relevancy and quality, and we don't outsource anything. Our in-house staff of professional writers and researchers is the best in the industry. We're the link-builders you've been looking for. Visit us today at pageonepower.com. 
Hi, this is Victor Pitts, host of Domain Masters, one of the longest-running radio shows on webmasterradio.fm. We'll show you how to utilize domains to drive traffic to your business, plus we'll discuss power tools of the trade for the power players of the industry. Domain Masters, on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Thanks for finding Digital Marketing Matters, only on webmasterradio.fm. Once again, here's Jeff Ferguson. All right, we're back. We're here with uh, Mark Poirier uh, from Aquizio, and we're, uh, we're talking about metrics, uh, as we usually do, and we're, we're uh, just having a fantastic conversation about the, this concept of um, attribution and how that can actually screw things up with metrics and, and um, how that's actually, in a lot of cases, not helping the problem of what we started this conversation with, which is where uh, people are kind of chasing the wrong metrics or they're, or they're getting really caught up in the weird things. And, and um, when I think about attribution uh, analytics and things like that. I, um, I I love the fact that we've gotten to the point to where uh, attribution tracking has gotten a lot better um, to where, I mean, even if you go in Google Analytics, it's it's like free now. They've got other services that are out there that'll um, let you uh, track things on a grand scale and everything. And, and um, what, they, uh, what they've been doing in a lot of cases is providing, I, I know at least within Google Analytics, um, these great like trails where they're basically saying, hey, look, um, it's this combination of uh, WX, Y, and Z uh, that's caused this many conversions or, and this combination of this has caused this many and this whatever. So you get this this nice feeling of it. And I, I frankly, I like that. I actually think that's the uh, one of my favorite ways of really looking at attribution uh, tracking because um, it is this idea of like, hey, look, it's the combination of all these things and that makes the big difference. But I, I think where people are still getting hung up on it and still having a hard time with it is this concept of, of trying to tie it back to um, how they can determine their budgets. Um, from going at it. So, so I mean, have you have you ever heard of any like magic formula for that, or is it just a matter of you saying, "Hey, look, they're all working. Don't touch a thing." So, oh my God, yeah, uh, it's really fantastic to look at everything that comes into play to drive conversions down the funnel. It's really fascinating. I you need to do that. I agree with you. It's the most interesting development in in, in metrics or in measurement for you know in, for marketing for the, the past three years or something like that for me it's it's absolutely fascinating the problem is that it's non-deterministic like none of you know like whatever model you build i don't know any clients uh yeah i don't know any client so we have attribution very simple but for media attribution technology allows you to Sort of uh, determine, you know, assign weight to different events, and 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 you could bid based on a new model rather than the last click, right? So we've had this in market for a while. A lot of our clients are using it. Um, a couple things, like how do you build the model? We let people build their own model because we could never figure out the truth, <laughs> you know. And I think we've got some pretty smart mathematicians here, and you know, and and I think some companies. Uh, are working on on building uh, algorithmic models for I know this for attribution, but uh, it's really difficult to figure out why uh, any of these models would be valid, because in order to build a model that you could 
know for sure um, is efficient and is deterministic. So then you could say, okay, well, here's what happened over the past six months. And it's not because of our choices. It's because it's a fact. And our, yeah, I, I don't know if I'm explaining this correctly, but no, you're going to roll. Do, Go for it. <laughs> the, the, the efforts you make, the budgets you allocate the, is going to determine where your traffic is going to come from. And so you're, when you look at attribution, the decisions you make on how much weight you're going to give everything, the length of uh, the, the cookie length, uh, how, you, how you weigh something that happened like recently versus something that happened a long time ago. There's a number of things like that that you have to decide. And I'd say most companies in the attribution space have people who, who get into your account and look at your data and build your model, right? It's very custom. And so you need to trust that the people that are doing this are uh, going to come out with the truth, <laughs> the model. And, but it's based on what you've been doing, which may be right. It's probably wrong somewhat. You know, it's rare that you'd be... Uh, assigning the right strategies and budgets uh, all of the time, you know, so I'm going on a rant here, but I think attribution, it's important to understand how different channels interact and to see it uh, is, is key so that you don't uh, arbitrarily decide that uh, social media doesn't work, for example. I hear that all the time, you know, it's like, well, I don't know, like, how do you decide that it works? Does it for example, display advertising doesn't work. Nobody's clicking on my ads. Okay, well, are are your ads, uh, is this campaign generating a whole bunch of traffic that's not even clicking through your ads? People going directly to your website as an immediate result. You can see that those things. You know? So it's not, uh, it's not like it's useless to, to have an idea of people are exposed to ad impressions. Are they also visiting the site? through direct navigation or by searching for brand terms. This is important stuff. But to I don't think we're at a point where any of our customers are using their a, a new model besides last click to determine budget attribution and bid management in our anyway. I know a lot of people have tried it, but I don't know anyone that's stuck to that. Uh, and if there are, uh, you know, I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I just haven't heard of it. Yeah, it's. I mean, and I, and I agree. It's one of the things where um, uh, a lot of times it's it's either the clients or, or it's somebody uh, up top or something along those lines where they're basically going, "Hey, look, we just want to make sure that we're as efficient as possible along these lines that we're not spending on money something that's complete waste." And and um, I I can dig that. You know, it, it it makes a certain amount of sense because you just don't want to be blowing cash on something that isn't um, at least helping in the process to it. But I I think um, I think where they overthink it a little bit is is when and they actually do look at things from this idea of like, hey, look, we need a specific number, right? We need something where you need to tell us a specific number of how much you need to spend on this based on uh, on their overall contribution. And, and I think you could, kind of like you were saying, you could um, almost paint yourself in a corner in a lot of ways where, you know, you've laid this out, you, you know, say you looked at all those different um, models that come through on Google Analytics and say, yep. hey, look, here's, here's all the different paths and everything that happened. And you basically say, okay, of all these, of all these paths on here, these are the different attributes that are definitely contributing. And uh, without a doubt, we need to keep these, right? So, and so you could probably make an easy decision where like, if you've got something that you're buying that isn't even showing 
load up in that mix at all, you could probably cut that out of there unless it's something where you know it's it's um, you know it's like offline or something crazy like that. Right. But so you, you've gotten that far, right? But then um, where again, where I think they take it a step too far is the idea that they're going great. Now let's actually adjust our our spend budgets for each of these different guys that are piled up in their baseline number. And I think what you've actually ended up doing is that you're you're kind of optimizing for something that is correct for that space and time uh, but once yeah. you actually go through and change that information so say you you backed off something that maybe doesn't appear to have that greatest of an influence or whatever it is then suddenly you, it's it's a whole it's a whole new ball game because you've changed the players enough over time and then suddenly you're going okay well this is you know you could end up going to go wait a minute this whole thing went to hell and it's because I dropped this one on, but according to this, it was only a, a small contributor over there. It's because maybe you're just not yeah. completely aware of what's going on, right? So it's, it's because of the choices yeah. you made. You invested zero yeah. percent of your budget in email, and you got zero yeah. percent results. So you're like, oh, let's drop email. <laughs> right. I mean, I'm just exaggerating just to prove a point. You know, like what if yeah. you invested a million dollars in email and it drove ninety percent of your sales? You know, right. you don't know that because you never tried it but now you know you're anyway uh yeah i don't i rest but it's it's just all of this depends on what you've been doing the strategies you've been using and the mo those models are built on your data and so um you know they'll reflect how the different channels have interacted in the past and it's it's not like it's stupid to use that as some kind of uh, uh checkpoint you know to see okay like reality check these things are contributing it seems like i don't want to completely drop them um, even though i feel like i'm wasting money on seo or something like that it yeah. seems to be contributing so uh, it is contributing if I look at it, even on the last interaction. You know, if you never mind attribution, but deciding where you're going to assign budgets is uh, it's as much art as science. You know, it's not um, it's not as if uh, you can just uh, have someone come in, build an attribution model, and you have all your answers forever and ever. Oh, absolutely! <laughs> it doesn't work I mean, like it, that. It, it it actually reminds me. So back uh, back when I was at Napster, it was a good example of when we were doing a. Uh, a nice combination of, of digital and, and traditional is all coming at the same time. And, and while there wasn't as big as an attribution problem at the time, that, that wasn't something that was really actively we were looking into. We, we kind of were, but the, the tech wasn't there to really get good at it. Uh, but at the very least, we knew, like, hey, it's this mix that's actually doing this at this time. And I had that understanding of it. And even the fact that I was the digital guy, um, you know, I, I had total respect for the fact that they were still doing TV and print and all these other things that are out there. And but the thing is, is like you know, here I come in. I you know, I clean up the show. Uh, we've gotten really cost efficient. The CPAs drop. Um, think you know, we're growing. Everything's going on just lines. We look fantastic on the digital side to it. Uh, so much that they go back and go, hey, look, you're you're doing awesome. Uh, we're just going to go ahead and cut traditional. <laughs> and right, and and I'm going. Well, that's uh, I, I, you know, and and oddly enough, you find yourself the digital guy that's that's arguing for traditional media because you're going, oh, hold on a minute, that's that's your that's probably your top of funnel. That's not a great idea. Um, you know, you're going to do that, and you're going to cut off your head, right? And and, uh, yeah. and but they'll still do it because they're they kind of get blinded to this idea of no, 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 we we, we can't prove it, so we're killing it. And I, and I think, wow, that's that's it gets really myopic, and you just see it over and over again. 
And sure enough, they cut it. And sure enough, you know, you saw uh, organic search dive down. You saw direct traffic dive. Um, yeah, your you know, brand it, search goes down. Yeah, yeah, yeah your brand, and even you're paid in a lot of ways. And a lot of other things were, uh, you know, we even saw a display take a little bit of hit because that that early awareness that was like that first step, that zero moment of truth, like Google likes to talk up, was yeah. earlier down the path than than you would even realize. But it's because it was one that you know didn't show up in the attribution marketing or any other kind of uh, metrics. Uh, you know, it's screwed up. So anyway, so we're gonna go ahead and take another break, and we're gonna come back and uh, chat about a few more of the things on on analytics and a few other things that is happening right now in the world of uh, paid search. We'll return with more digital marketing matters in just a moment. And a bitch. There are many things we would love to catch. Catching the final out of a baseball game. Reeling that big catch of the day. Or catching a ride home. Taxi! How about catching more attention, like the biggest retail brands on earth? Introducing Catchy.com, where they sell short-branded, attractive.com domain names. Use a short and catchy brand, just like Sony, Visa, and Nike for your next business venture. You can even rent to own for as low as $100 a month. Catch a big break for your business with Catchy.com. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Guys, are you suffering from FD, fulfillment dysfunction? Let MoldingBox.com's online portal system for inventory, tracking, and returns perform for you. We have the enormous tools you need for complete warehousing, shipping, and handling of all your packages, no matter the size or shape, directly to your customers. MoldingBox.com can also fulfill all your nourishing, nutraceutical, and smooth skincare product desires, including green coffee and Garcinia on demand. Plus, let our in-house printing and CD DVD manufacturing help you enlarge and maximize your coaching and business opportunity potential. We do everything. Fulfillment, shipping, tracking, inside and out, and all in one place. Moldingbox.com. It's shipping uh, made sexy. uh, Welcome to the Cyber Law and Business Report, your home for the latest uh, on internet law and policy. uh, From Capitol Hill to the White House, the courthouse to the State House, the FTC to the State Attorney General, the Cyber Law and Business Report, on demand, anytime, inside the Culture and Business Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Uh, so a couple months ago, where there were some uh, basic calculations to it, and they but they said, "Hey, look, this is universal." Thanks for finding digital marketing it, matters only on webmasterradio.fm. Once again, here's Jeff Ferguson. Yeah, true to their word, it actually didn't. It was one of the things where I think they did it just to make sure that they kind of covered their ass on that front. Now, um, but the one I heard yesterday um, was a very interesting note where um, the rep basically mentioned that. Um, Site extensions, specifically um, uh, site links, are actually going to um, have a greater weight. And it, I guess it's not that they're going to have a greater weight. It's that they're going to have a weight at all because they actually weren't being taken into account 
for quality score conversation. So um, you basically had this this um, these specific uh, types of links that are in your paid search ad that were uh, that usually have a higher click through rate. Uh, by definition, because they because they provided more options and they've got more things to do, and that actually wasn't being taken into account in your quality score metrics overall. And uh, for the same reason, I'm going, wow, that's that's mind blowing. That's going to really change things a lot. Um, I mean, do you do you agree with me here? Is it something do you think it's going to make a big difference, or is it something where they go, no, nah, it's just going to we'll, we'll barely notice it. Well, they, there's, I think it's the uh, that what they're doing is they're making extensions have an uh, impact on ad rank. Um, mm-hmm. So, in combination with quality score, it's going to determine uh, how much you need to pay when you're in specific position in the auction. Uh, it's important because if you're not doing it and your competitors are, which you can bet your ass they are, <laughs> uh, you're you're going to be penalized. You know, so it's really important to make sure that you capitalize on uh, ad extensions that are relevant to you. Uh, doesn't mean that uh, if you're, um, I don't know, uh, if you don't have, uh, if you don't normally ask people to call you, that now you need to put call extensions or no. But uh, having side links and uh, you know whatever ad, whatever ad extensions are relevant to your uh, to your company, uh, you need to make sure you get those in there because if you qualify for the auction and you don't have the the extensions, you'll be penalized. So that right. means uh, you know you'll be dropping uh, your ad ranks will drop. Uh, which which usually not uh, desirable. Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of trippy. I mean, it's one of the things where uh, I I think I was um, less surprised by the um, the, the fact that it was going to happen uh, and more that it wasn't happening already. You know, so like it's one of those uh, things where. Um, it's funny. We were our Congress here in the United States is is uh, battling on some pretty funny stuff lately. Where and one of them was this concept of um, that you know I think it's like in twenty nine states in the United States you can still get fired just being for, for being a homosexual. It's a completely there's no laws against that anywhere. And that's one of the things where now they're looking at it on a federal level because they like people are starting to realize that. But the problem is is when they're going to all the people in Congress or whatever is to talk to about this, um, a majority of them are actually going, no, no, that's that's already illegal. We've, we've already taken care of that. And the people have to remind them because, no, no, it, it is. <laughs> this is a problem. It's it's actually, it's it's totally like legal to do it in certain states or whatever. So they, the thing that's being held up is the fact that, like, is, is it like an ignorance in the matter? And um, this feels like a very similar thing where it's almost one of the things where, like, you know, you're, you're along, you're doing this stuff, you're, you're, you know, those of us like you and me and, and a lot of other people that are, um, that maybe a little bit more advanced than the paid search or whatever can say, hey, look, we know about these things. We know about these extensions. We know about a quality score and you know, all that kind of stuff. We we take these into account. But meanwhile, like, um, I, I think there was a certain assumption that where you're going, hey, look, these ad extensions, they, they have to be taken into account. They have to have been making a difference um, in those type of things all along, only to have you come back and say, no, 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 that's uh, it's totally not... <laughs> Anyway, I think people need to watch uh, average CPCs. I uh, think are going to go up as a result of this slowly. Uh, I don't, I don't, you know, and also there's going to be more ads in your face. Yeah, right, because their uh, extensions take room, <laughs> and so I don't like, know, like yeah. with image yeah. extensions coming and things like that, uh, yeah. uh, how crowded the ad spots are going to be. But uh, it'll be interesting to see the SERP change. Yeah. 
the image extensions are going to be uh, quite interesting. We, uh, uh, I think we're going to test that on a couple of our clients. We've got a couple that are in fashion, and um, image made a lot of sense um, to do those. And, and uh, so we're going, okay, cool, let, let's absolutely do those ones. And Although I, I thought it was interesting that you can't actually brand those images. You, you have to – they have to be completely, like, legit – like non branded images, image, product yeah. images, yeah. yeah, and uh, and just hope that the uh, people do what they usually do. And the same reason you optimize images and SEO is you know that uh, people will find them, they'll click on them, they'll go to the original site, you'll get that traffic kind of like indirectly in a lot of ways. Um, but you're, you're kind of hoping the same thing, but on a, on a pay level, which is interesting. So it's uh, uh we'll, we'll test them, we'll see what it is, <laughs> yeah. Cool. So I think we're we're about ready on uh, we're about done time wise. I want to thank you for for popping on with me today. It's it's uh, interesting as always. Uh, you and I usually only do this when we're you know sitting on a trade show drinking. floor and and <laughs> yeah, or drinking. Yeah, that is the drinking does happen. And, and uh, you know, <laughs> being from Canada, you guys are better at it than us. So it's a uh, so but uh, it's a good thing I'm Scottish so I can keep up with you. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, this has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business uh, business radio and podcast and, network. Uh, we welcome you to uh, sample past uh, episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, uh, so, uh, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.webmasterradio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of webmasterradio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of webmasterradio.fm is prohibited.